This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Pre-kindergarten programs can benefit the children who attend them. But an expert in child development says not all preschool programs are created equal. The bulk of programs are mediocre. There is a small percentage of excellent programs and a small percentage of very poor programs that may even be detrimental for kids. Then, recent research shows that kids who played tackle football at a young age had more cognitive and behavioral problems later in life than other kids. The brain is responsible for everything we do. We have to be aware that you can't just hit it over and over again and expect that it's going to be okay later. Those two stories and more are coming your way on today's show. Stay tuned. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Children who attend preschool programs do better in language, literacy, math, and other skills later in school. But not all programs are equally effective. With this story, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. We're joined by Dr. Susan Buffard from Harvard University. She's the author of The Most Important Year, Pre-Kindergarten and the Future of Our Children. Dr. Buffard, your book titled The Most Important Year. Tell us what you mean by that. I chose to call it the most important year for a couple of reasons. The first reason is that pre-K is often the introduction to formal schooling for children. It's their first time in a classroom, and it's their first experience of knowing what it means to be in school and to get excited about learning. So it can really kind of make or break a child's understanding of being in school and being a student. The other reason that I chose that title is because this is also a really important time in our country when it comes to early childhood education. We're seeing a rapid scaling up of pre-K programs around the country. And when I set out to write this book, one of the things I was concerned about is that we would get caught up in creating programs so quickly that we would not pay enough attention to quality and to doing the things that matter for children. What's your opinion of how school districts are doing around the country in terms of setting up effective pre-K programs? There's a very wide range of quality. And I knew going into this project that research studies show that the bulk of programs are mediocre. There is a small percentage of excellent programs and a small percentage of very poor programs that may even be detrimental for kids. And when I went to visit classrooms and visit districts, that's exactly what I saw. And I was encouraged to see so many great programs in all different kinds of communities and also at the same time discouraged to see other programs that haven't learned the lessons from model programs and are not doing what's good for kids. So at this point in time, I am hopeful that we can move to a place where there are great programs for everyone, but we are not yet at a point where parents can be sure that if they send their child to a program that they're going to be getting what's best for their kids. Can you describe some of the options that are available that maybe parents don't even realize? There are, of course, programs run by school districts, but there are others as well, right? That's right. There are a host of public and private options. In the private market, there are nonprofit and for-profit programs in the community. Some of them are run by community institutions like the Boys and Girls Club and the YMCA. Some of them are run by religious institutions. There's a whole patchwork. And then in the public sector, 
Some school districts have pre-K programs. In some cases, they are universally available to everyone. In other cases, it's by lottery or by a cutoff, for example, based on income. And then for families with very low incomes, there are also programs like Head Start that are specifically designed to help children whose families can't otherwise afford early education. So it can be very tricky for families to know what's out there and to navigate that system. In many communities, there is no centralized location to find out what all the choices are. One of the benefits of the public system is that if you are in a district that has a universal program, there usually is a place sometimes a family resource center or something like that in the district that can tell you about all of the different district-offered programs, but that wouldn't necessarily have the information about the private program. Suzanne, not every child attends a pre-K program, of course. What percentage of kids do attend, and how is that influenced by family income? About two-thirds of the country's four-year-olds are in a pre-K program, and about a third of those children who are participating, about a third of the country's four-year-olds are in publicly funded programs. But that means that we still have a third of our four-year-olds who don't have access. And it is, in many cases, the result of a lack of access or a lack of affordability. So even though we're seeing a lot of growth in pre-K, there still isn't the opportunity for everyone. And the National Institute for Early Education Research, which tracks state-funded programs, recently estimated that if we continued to expand spots at the rate that we're currently doing, it would take 50 years to make sure that we're serving all low-income children and 100 years to ensure that we have spaces for everyone. So if we want everyone to have access, we're going to have to speed up the rate of growth. Our guest on InfoTrack is Dr. Suzanne Buffard from Harvard University. She is the author of The Most Important Year, Pre-Kindergarten and the Future of Our Children. Let's talk about some practical advice. What would you say to parents who are considering various pre-K programs for their youngster? What should they be looking for? If at all possible, it's really helpful to be able to go and visit the centers that you are considering. And there's a lot you can learn even in a five or ten minute tour of a program. Sometimes parents get distracted by things that are easy to see, but that are actually not the most important things for children's learning. So I know people who have been really enticed by very fancy brand new facilities or the kinds of fancy posters hanging on the walls. And studies tell us that those things actually don't necessarily help children learn. What really matters are the teachers. So when you go into a pre-K, you want to observe how the teachers are interacting with children. In a good program, a teacher gets down on a child's level, has a nice rapport with children, and asks them questions and engages them in conversations that really help them to think. They ask questions like, how do you know what's going to happen when you drive your car down that ramp? Or, what were you thinking about when you made this art project? Tell me about what you're doing here. Those kinds of questions encourage kids to think and really sort of draw them out and gently push them to think more. Good classrooms also have lots of hands-on activities that are engaging for children and that children are obviously excited about. And you should see children being active in the classroom. Obviously, a chaotic classroom is a red flag. That's not something that you want to see. But classrooms shouldn't necessarily be silent. There are certain times during the day when you expect kids to be able to listen. But when they're at their centers and they're doing hands-on activities, some singing and some talking and some giggling is completely normal. And then I also tell people to look around at the environment. It's a good 
sign if you see evidence of children's learning on the walls. You can get a real sense that a school is focused on kids learning if they hang up their projects. If you see the kids' artwork, if you see their writing or their scribbles, because when teachers hang those things on the walls, it sends a message to kids that they are responsible for their learning and that learning happens in the things that we do together. It's not something that I take out of a package and hang up on the wall for you. It's something that you created. So that's a really good sign to look for. And what should parents be doing at home in advance to get their child ready for pre-K? Well, pre-K programs, the good ones, are designed to get kids ready for school. So families shouldn't worry too much about whether their children are ready for school and they're going to be successful at preschool. But there are things they can do to help make the transition smoother and make their child more likely to be successful. The main thing is that parents can help self-regulation skills. Self-regulation is the way that we manage our behaviors and our reactions to things in a way that helps us to be part of a group and function in society and be successful in achieving our goals. So it's helpful if parents can introduce to children the ideas of how to express their needs in words instead of physical actions, how to share and how to work out conflicts. Those kinds of skills are things that kids are going to be working on in pre-K. And pretty much no three- or four-year-old is going to go into a classroom having already mastered those skills. But it can be really helpful for them if their parents are also working on those things at home so that there's consistency across the places where children spend their time. The book is called The Most Important Year, Pre-Kindergarten and the Future of Our Children. And the author is Dr. Suzanne Buffard. Dr. Buffard, do you have a website where people can learn more? I do. It's SuzanneBuffard.com, and I'm also on Twitter at Suzanne Buffard. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, can contact sports for young kids cause problems later in life? A medical doctor's opinion, coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this.